Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marduk in North County, Dublin. Now, first off on the podcast today, I want to give a big shout out to our latest show sponsor, and that is Recruit.ie, who are proud sponsors of Biz Expo, which takes place this coming Thursday. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. BizExpo, 29th September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by Recruit.ie, supporting local business. And we would like to thank Recruit.ie for being a sponsor of of this Opinions Matter podcast. And we also want to welcome on board a uh, brand new uh, sponsor, and that is Bauron Buzz. Tell me a bit about Bauron Buzz, Jeremy. Well, do you want to energise your staff at work, help your students raise the roof at school, or have Ireland's top musicians perform at your event? Well, the Bauron Buzz facilitates interactive workshops and musical entertainment for people of all ages and locations. So you can book a one-day workshop or full-term lessons for your school, team-building events, for your office or impress your guests with a high octane traditional band an old trad band you can't beat an old nothing trad better, band nothing better learn incredible new musical skills in a very short time whether you're experienced or a total beginner and most importantly have fun so get the buzz and contact Robbie Walsh at the Bauron Buzz today visit bauronbuzz.com now if you want to know how to spell Bauron because I wouldn't have a clue it's B-O-D-H-R-A-N so yeah, get the Bauron well to that end yeah. we, we, we were in Lanzarote uh, 10 years ago looking for a location for our uh, wedding and we had the wedding planner with us and we were looking for a pub to go to the night before and she was showing us around Porta del Carmen in Lanzarote and she was like uh, there's some nice Irish bars here um, that you'd be able to have your, your few drinks uh, the night before the wedding and I pointed over there and says what's that pub like that one Bodron and I literally said she says, what are you talking about? I said, Bodron Bar. That looks, that looks <laughs> deadly. It's the Bauron Bar. I had never seen the word Bauron spelled, spelled yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yes. I, I also want to give a shout out to Robbie uh, from the Bauron Bulls. He's been, a, he's been a, a huge supporter of Opinions Matters since we started. In fact, uh, at the very start, he gave me great help in setting up our studio, uh, technical stuff and all Is that. Is that why it doesn't work half the time? No, it works perfectly. works perfectly. Look, it's working perfectly. It wasn't perfectly. working for you the other day. Anyway, thanks very much indeed to uh, Robbie and the Bauron Bulls and the website again. Once again, it's baronbuzz.com. B-O-D-H-R-A-N buzz.com. Check out the website for more information. And yeah, once again, thank you to Robbie because the man is a living legend. He's been with us from day one. Like me mother. Like your mother, Like my mother, been there from day one. Okay, so what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? Well, it's a topic that is going to divide opinion, and it's going to rattle a few cages, especially if you're a fan of League of Ireland football. The question is quite a simple one. Are these League of Ireland matches unsuitable for uh, children to attend due to the behaviour of some supporters and uh, of these teams? Well, a very angry Dublin mother has been in contact with us after her seven-year-old went to his first League of Ireland match with his dad. And according to this lady, the language from the supporters was disgusting, as was the chanting. It contained homophobic language, according to Tina. And now she mentions the name of the club uh, that we're playing, but we've deliberately uh, bleeped it out because... We believe it's unfair of, uh, of us, or indeed uh, this lady, to target one particular club. Uh, so we want to talk about League of Ireland soccer full stop. And basically we're asking the question is, is the fa- uh, behaviour of fans making matches a no-go area for littlies, for the younger crowd? Have a listen to uh, the message that she sent to us, uh, which is fairly self-explanatory. And as I said, we're deliberately bleeping out the name of the club. Hi, Adrian and Jeremy. I'm actually just so annoyed over this. Um, It's been playing in my mind all weekend. My seven-year-old, he went to his very first League of Ireland match there with his dad um, last week. It was a 
game and my other half came home like they were just really despondent I thought they were going to be really expo- like you know excited it was first League of Ireland game you know my husband was telling me that like from the get go the fans just seemed really aggressive you know things like shouting obscenities and chanting no no all that chanting it goes with football blah 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 but he said like they were chanting homophobic slurs at the players um, throwing things around you know you couldn't kind of look sideways like there's a couple of families and it was like everyone it was just an uncomfortable atmosphere I'm just so disappointed because my son is seven years of age there were a couple of stewards there they just seemed to ignore what was going on as well it was like they were intimidated by this I'm just disgusted I'm fuming like with if if this is to carry on with League of Ireland football like what is wrong with Irish fans and supporters you know it's actually just embarrassing um you know in fairness they went to a GAA match in Croke Park a while back and not nothing like that he had no interest in going again I'm just wondering how did anyone else experience this or or what what people's opinion on this is all right Uh, Tina thank you very much indeed for your message and that is the question that we're asking is League of Ireland soccer Suitable for younger kids, not obviously teenagers. We're talking about younger kids. Um, Jeremy, you as a young fellow were uh, big into League of Ireland. Your dad used to bring you. Shamrock Rovers when they yeah. played in Milltown. That was my local club. Um, I don't remember the language, to be honest. You back if there if there was bad language. I know there was instances where there were there were mini riots, and we had to be taken out of the ground. If League of Ireland want people through the door, yeah, which which they do, they want people support. And say, for instance, I'm I'm if League of Ireland clubs are listening to this, yeah, I am your audience here. Okay, I have an eight year old as well, much like uh, that woman teen. I have an eight year old who is interested in football at the moment. He watches it on the telly all the time. He's not even aware we have domestic league, by the way, which says it all. He's just not aware of it. Um, he's just aware of the English clubs. I would love to bring him along to to a match, even out. To, and what's uh, stopping you? Even out to Bray, um, to watch, Bray Wanderers, to, to watch yeah. Bray Wanderers in the Carlisle, uh, or to Rovers or Bows or whatever. And just, what's stopping you? Just to explain. Well, if that sort of shite is, is going on, um, I and people have were commenting in already, calling her a Karen and all that. And to, we've spoken to uh, her name's not Karen, by the way, it's Tina. We've spoken to her off air. She's in work at the moment. She's a healthcare worker, so she's in work. Uh, but we've spoken to her off air, and we asked her exactly what the language uh, that was said. Now, the F word was used, and by the way, I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking about the other F word was used several times. They were calling some of the players faggots. That's what they were calling. Mm-hmm. Now. To those of you saying it's just language, I would say this to this. You wouldn't use the word faggot in front of your child, would you? You wouldn't. You, you actually wouldn't. No, no, you Some wouldn't. Some but yeah, no, yeah, you, you generally if, speaking, If we no. had a mother on the show right now, yeah? Mm-hmm. If we had a mother on the show right now and her son was also beside her uh, in, the, in the house, yeah? And she turned around live on this show and turned around. Would you ever shut up, you little faggot? There would be war. You'd be all outraged. So, so can we all agree that that word is not suitable? And that's not being a, a, a Karen. That's just not wanting our children to hear that type of language. They were the words that were being used. What were they calling one of the other players as well? A cunt all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, again, cunt, we can use it here. This is an adult show. I certainly wouldn't use the word cunt in front of, uh, in front of my child. And I don't think that should be used in front of a child. And again, that's not being snowflake. That's not being Karen about it. That's just wanting to protect okay, but your it, children. Is this not all part of the banter? Part you, of the fun? You don't part get that, of you, the you, atmosphere? You don't get that at any other, at any other sport. You just won't get that at... Well, you you kind of do. Yesterday, a, a referee was assaulted at a local ga match in Wexford. Only yesterday. So it does happen. Um, the banter may not be as severe as it is in soccer, but it does still happen. The question I'm asking is, isn't it part of the banter and the atmosphere well, then, of soccer? Okay, well, if it is, then don't be surprised uh, that people are not... I, I Sport should be a family thing. And in fairness, in England, in the Premier, in the Premier League, certainly... When I used to go to Premier League games with my dad when I was a kid, Jesus, it was it was awful. It was it was bad. But they have done a lot in recent years to like put family enclosures in ground. So if you go to an Arsenal match, you if you and you have kids with you, 
which I have friends who bring their kids to Arsenal matches, it's a family enclosure and you're not likely to hear that kind of stuff. If you stand on the cop in Anfield, you probably will hear that stuff. I've brought Luke to, to Crow Park for a game and she's right. You don't hear that kind of thing in Crow ah, Park. You do if you're, if up you're, on, the if hill. you're on the hill, but you wouldn't bring your child to the hill. You do, you wouldn't Sorry, there's loads of people on the loads of kids on the hill. Well I wouldn't bring I wouldn't bring a child near to she'd be stoned by the end of it, the smell of the smell of cannabis on the hill. He'd be stoned. If what I'm saying is if the League of Ireland want to make their league more family friendly so someone like me who's one of your customers who's a potential customer if you want me to bring my son and daughter to a match this weekend I'm not going to bring my son and the daughter to a match when every second word is either cunt or faggot like why, why is that hard why is it so hard to comprehend I'd love to hear from you on this our number is <clears throat> excuse me 085-825-2626 let's kick off with uh, Aaron who uh, thinks that our listener who contacted us whose name is Tina he thinks she's being a bit of a Karen Relation to what you have up there about the League of Ireland football matches, people need to cop on. It's a football match. It's a working class person's game. People save up. People wait all week to go to these matches for a release. They go with people they've known 15, 20 years. I know groups of people who've been going to football matches. I'm not going to say what team, but they've been going there since they were kids. The language at the matches, yeah, fair enough, but it's football. Get over it. There is a family section in every single stadium in the League of Ireland. So, in fairness, she needs to bring her kid when she is going, if she decides to go again to the family section, where she won't be around it. But it happens at every football match, and it'll continue to happen, and it'll happen until the day we all die. And it'll continue to happen after that. It's football. It's a release from people. It's an emotional release. Yeah. All right, it's football. It's it's always happened. It'll always happen. Okay. Go, to, go to the family section. Well, she was in the family section. She told us that. You were there when she said it to us off air that she was... That, that no, her the child, child was, yeah. The child was in the family section with uh, the father. Now... My point to you would be, if you went to Wimbledon to watch a, a tennis tournament in the summer, you wouldn't hear that kind of language. Why would we always excusing um, bad behaviour by football supporters? And again, I am a football supporter. I played youth football. Uh, I'm a football supporter. I've gone to League of Ireland matches. Why do we always excuse... Uh, bad behaviour by supporters of God. Ah, it's a bit of banter. It's a bit of banter. But or, it is a bit of banter. That, okay, the one, that's just football support. It doesn't have to okay, be. Okay, one you, of the you, things... No, no, hang on a second. You look at what happened with that girl, uh, Charlene Murphy. Uh, what was it? It was about a year ago. Um, she's some sort of influence or whatever, but her fella played for um, Bohemians. He joined from Rovers to Bohemians, so um, Rovers weren't obviously happy with a moving. And who did they target? They targeted her. What did they They put up um, posters saying bows before hoes and stuff like that. That sort of thing... That's not endearing to me to bring my child to. I don't want to bring my child somewhere where uh, people are holding up uh, posters saying bows before hoes and targeting a, a young Dublin girl, or where when the Queen dies, uh, fans are shouting out Lizzie's in a box, which we covered on the show. I want my child to be in a, a family friendly environment. And, and, and what? Every, and sorry, uh, hang on, hang on. You, and everybody you, just no, sitting around going, oh, bravo, no, oh, bravo. We're, we're not looking for bravo. If you, if you, went, if you went to the cinema yeah. tomorrow with your kids to see a kid's movie, yeah, that was built. This is a family event. You're bringing your kids to see uh, the new Pixar movie, and those people in the front row shouting, cunt at the minions on the screen. That minion's a cunt. That minion's a cunt. What would you do? It's totally different. No, it's not totally, totally different. different. The, the whole idea of uh, being in a crowd, the one thing I enjoy about a large crowd at a, at a match, at any type of match, be it a, a premiership match, a League of Ireland match, or a GA match, is the atmosphere. You could eat the atmosphere at certain you, you, matches. You don't, you don't. But that atmosphere is generated from passion. <laughs> and that passion can sometimes overflow into using bad language. No, I've seen passion at rugby games where the, the, they certainly don't shout that sort of stuff. I had someone removed from Crow Park a couple of years ago at a, at a championship game for well, well not removed removed from the CP no it wasn't my own son uh, we had my nephew there um, and he was sitting beside us and it was in the Davin End we booked the Davin End because we figured Davin End is the family enclosure and there was this big culture behind us I kept standing up shouting at her, you, you're a blind cunt ref you're a blind cunt and I let him say it once okay I let him say it once and then he said it again and again and again I turned up and I said there's a child actually sitting here uh, oh sorry sorry about that and two minutes later the ref made a bad decision that referee is a cunt, that's a cunt and I couldn't you couldn't 
in all honesty, as a responsible parent, sit there and let someone use that kind of language. And again, I would say to you, to all of you, if you were in a restaurant, if you were in McDonald's tomorrow with your father... It's totally different. It's totally different. Okay, so language is appropriate um, depending on... In certain circumstances, yes. Okay. And like I said, it's the passion of a a, a game. Let me go to uh, Ado, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? How are you, lads? Well, uh, Ado, uh, the lady Karen who's left a message in the first place and our Jeremy, are they being a bit Karen-ish or are they right? They're over the top, aren't they? It's like football, especially League of Ireland football, it's the working man's game in this country. You're going to get your average Joe going out to League of Ireland on a Friday night. A few points before it. Of course they're going to be letting off, especially as you go to a Dublin derby. The year torn blue over a Dublin derby, but it's all in the moment. And by the it's, way, that, like that, that child was at a Dublin derby. So yeah. <laughs> we can let you know uh, that much. It was a Dublin derby uh, within the last uh, month. Now, I'm not telling you okay. which Dublin derby it was, but it was a Dublin derby. But it's, um, well, it's, 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 it's all in the like It's like... Why Michelle won't support that? If we're playing Pat Bowles Rovers, I am dogging their players from the first minute to the end. And if I get a roar or two in at that supporters as well, like they're going to do to us, it's part of the game. It really is. Like if you go, if okay, so give, six, give, me, give me an example of some banter you might shout out uh, at a we, match. We, we were playing Rovers the other night and one of the Rovers players, I won't name him, but I called him a fucking midget, a fucking prick, a fucking cunt, told him he was shy, told him he didn't make it in England, that's why he's back here. Do you know what I mean? Right, oh, okay, man. and you, you were shouting all of this out uh, during the match at this particular uh, player. And uh, Jeremy, you've just heard that language. Yeah. If he was, uh, if you had your child there and he was behind you, you'd say, please, sir, would you mind your, well, not, well, mind I don't, your well, language? But I, I don't speak like this. This is not the posh thing, Adrian. Jesus Christ. No, but you, you turn I'm, around. I'm okay, of, hang, hang on, hang on. Don't be making it turn born with a silver spoon I was brought up in a council stage I've heard that all of that language but I and I'm sure I'm sure you would agree Ado you wouldn't use that language in front of your child would you you wouldn't use the word cunt in front of a six year old child because I certainly wouldn't no, no, no for, I wouldn't deliberately if we was in say a restaurant or something go that's fucking cunt that's fucking cunt but you're not, a, you're not a football match you're out with, you're with the lads Okay, but, the, but players give it, the, the players literally give it back to you at that okay but, uh, well then Ado the question is and this is what this lady, uh, Tina, is asking. Is League of Ireland soccer suitable for young children? And she Absolutely. believes it, she believes it's not because of people like you shouting the odds. No, then she needs to go and watch, as you say, badminton tournaments or chess tournaments because that's what you're going to get at League of Ireland. You're going to get it at GAA. Any tournament that mainly male supporters are going to, you're going to get that. So like, it's, it's not as if this young player isn't going to hear this language in his lifetime. Anyway, you can't shelter him from the words... Fuck, cunt, bastard, bully. You can't, you can't shelter anyone from them words. They're going to hear it in their life anyway. Like, you can't, you can't turn around and say, that man's a, a scumbag because he's course not a football match. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's mental. Yeah. Like, no, I, I think part of football, and I, I'm agreeing with you here, Ada, part of football is, and Jesus, I've been to, to Liverpool derbies where I'm shouting at the Liverpool players as well, um, but I wouldn't have my kids with me. And I'm saying, what you're saying is, and I'm agreeing with you, that that kind of, that's football banter. And I, we agree that that's football banter. But can we also agree that then it's not an appropriate place to have a six or a seven-year-old child? Because as I said, if you were in McDonald's, Ado, with your, with your young child you're not he, go, yeah, but you're he, not going to hear it in McDonald's it's different okay, no, so, well, that, that, that's exactly it you won't in other words it. Ado, 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 Ado doesn't hear it at McDonald's yeah you might but Ado doesn't walk into McDonald's shouting you're only a fucking cunt you behind the counter there <laughs> he doesn't do that but he does it at a football match but then we're, we're in agreement then that it's not appropriate to do it in front of kids are we in agreement that that's <laughs> generally yeah <laughs> they're going to hear language in their life anyway do you know what I mean like, but like they're hearing it on their, off their classmates in the schoolyard so I, I think that woman is being massively over the top okay the one, that one, one of the things that, of one of the things that Jeremy said a while ago is He's available to bring his child uh, to League of Ireland matches, but he doesn't want to because of that sort of language. Actually, I'd, I'd love to go to a St. Pat's match, actually, because I like the Richmond uh, grounds, and I'd love to bring him to see St. Pat's. But you're um, worried about standing beside Ado. Which, you no, know, that is what you're worried about. Sorry, Ado. But in the, in the same way, I wouldn't let me... My son's always asking, can he listen to the Opinions Matter podcast? And I won't let him listen to it because of your language, Adrian. Um, I don't deliberately... Obviously, my son is going to hear these words at some stage. But why throw them at him? Okay, again, Ada, what, what I said to him was the reason he won't bring his child to a football match um, is because he could end up standing beside somebody like you. And you just admitted the sort of language that you use. 
people like me here everywhere, so you might as well wrap them up in cotton wool and not let them out of the house if that's the case. There you are, Jeremy. Wrap them up in cotton wool. You're going to meet an ADO everywhere you go. Do you know what I mean? Like, there, there's the quote of the podcast. You're going to meet an ADO everywhere you go. <laughs> Have you ever used homophobic language, then? Me? Um... Not intentionally. No, but would you call it? Let's be, let's be like, blunt. You, 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 would you, you wouldn't drive past the gay bar and start screaming out the window at people, but that word does slip. Them sort of words, just from, because I'm from an older generation, them words are in your vocabulary when you're speaking to people. Okay, so you, you wouldn't intentionally go out and abuse. Okay, but call, players have been called faggots uh, by the by the by the by the uh, the supporters. Yeah, that's 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 something you have to get past now. Do you know what I mean? Because that, that then days are over. You see, that's happening. Oh. She, Tina herself, have said that some of the words being used uh, in the chance where they were obviously calling players faggot this and faggot that, and you couldn't kick the ball, you faggot. And I don't think that maybe it's cheese. Maybe it's just my me being old fashioned. I don't think that's appropriate for a six year old to hear that language. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. It's, not, it's like you wouldn't be sitting in the house calling Johnny two doors down a fucking prick and Mary two doors up a gee peg, you know what I mean? But when you're at a football match, you're in a crowd, you're with the lads, there's people bringing their kids, them words are going to fly out, you know what I mean? Especially if you're, if you're winning and you're trying to get under the opposition's nose and you're giving their players and their supporters abuse, you'll say anything to get under their skin. And obviously, the more insulting, the better. Yeah, in most cases, yeah. Like if I mean, you just put somebody off that game... Better for your team, do you know what I mean? And uh, it, this comes back to the point that I was making, Jeremy, that you get passion in a large football stadium or a large, a large you get, you, you stadium. Get, you get passion in a lot of things. You know, someone just said you get passionate in the cinema if you're watching something that's that's passionate uh, enough. Um, you get you can get passionate about a lot of things, but you also have to be aware. And I don't think, Ado, you're you sound like a lovely fella. I don't know, are you a father yourself? Yeah, are I you, am, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'm sure as a father, I'm sure you deliberately wouldn't say those kind of words in front of your kids. So I would assume that if I was standing, who do you support again? Shells. I, I assume if I was standing beside you watching a Shells match and you saw that I had my young fella in my arms watching a match that you wouldn't... Uh, you, would, you, you, would, you would try and tone it down. Yeah, you there you go. Try, try oh, until that, something happens. There is. Yeah, and that's until, why there is family sections, though. And like, until we're, something we're happens in the, the match. There's a family section. There's a designated family section in Tolkien. Shelbourne actually have a team set up where you bring the kids in before the game. They can... There's like a games room. They get a little party bag. They get a face painted if they want. Get photos in front of stuff. That, and then there's a section there for children now, by, uh, by, by the way the lady uh, who sent us the message claims that the child was in a family section now I don't know how true that yeah. is but that's what she's claiming I know but like that, that, that's the thing that was there that's probably somebody who probably doesn't attend a lot of games probably sitting somewhere where they're not really aware where they're meant to be sitting like, alright well do me a favour stay there for one second if you can Ado let me bring in uh, Mick you're on Opinions Matter how are you Mick? Oh, how's it going? Good, thank you, Mick. Well, what did you want to say on this? Football's, tri- football's basically tribal, really, uh, in a way. You're going to get swearing at it, regardless of where you are. It's League of Ireland, Premier League, Championship, whatever. Even when you go abroad and all that, you've got to get a foul language. It's, it's just part and parcel going to football. Now, I used to go, I was going football in the 80s, where, where monkey ch- chanting was going unpunished and... Uh, like I say, hooligans taking ends and all that. Like that, those those were the days uh, when I when I started going football. Now, I'm a Millwall fan, so I, I can't. You kind of get used to. I was about to say that's about, that's, that's, that's about as rough as they come. Yeah, well, like I say, football's completely changed there now. Like I say, you're still going to get a fair language, but but look, the likes the monkey taunting ta- 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 and all that, like you ain't getting away with that now. That's a that's a banning order straight away, basically. But. Um, but like I say, if the woman's offended by a group of working-class lads letting off a bit of steam at a football match, um, they bell playing tiddlywinks or something like that. Okay, sorry, yeah, and, and sorry, that's Jeremy, that's the second time I've heard that expression. Yeah. Working-class lads, in fact, Ado said something similar a couple of minutes ago, working-class lads so letting yeah. off a bit of steam on a Friday night or a sorry, Saturday afternoon I'm, or whatever. I'm a working-class lad. Yeah. I'm from a, I'm from a, a council. Th- th- that's not like, the point. But well, the, no, I am a working-class lad, so this whole thing that I'm being posh about it, that's not, that, this doesn't have to be acceptable. Again, what you're saying, Mick, what you're saying... You're, and you're basically agreeing with what I'm saying. You don't realise it. What you're saying is that football matches are not appropriate places for kids. That's what you're saying. Not, not necessarily. I'll well, be kids should be going to football, but they, they should be aware of it. But there is going to be language. Like I say, you, you, you're going. Like I say, I, I went to I went to uh, I went to uh, an Irish league game up in the north. I went to Linfield uh, Cliftonville game, and there was pyro on that as well. 
So you're going to, you're getting the pyro, okay, you yeah, 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 like as well. You have a different, a completely different vibe at uh, Northern Ireland soccer matches, in fairness. Well, so it's nice. It's, it's, it's similar because I've been to a couple of League of Ireland games myself. And like, they're getting similar attendances and all that, like similar sort of fans. So let me ask you this then. Uh, and this is the question that Jeremy and the Lady Tina was uh, asking. She's disgusted at the sort of language that her child was subjected to when he was at a football match. Is she right to be disgusted? Well, so, uh, well, I don't know to be honest. Uh, the, uh, but like I say, if you're taking you, you'll take a seven-year-old kid to a football game and all that, like knowing there's going to be language there, regardless, regardless if there's about three or four hundred people in the stands or, or twenty thousand. Like I say, the people they should be aware that language is going to be used. Whether it's just foul language, racist abuse, homophobic abuse, or anything like that, I don't condone racism and homophobic abuse because it's not right and it's illegal now. He can get in trouble for it by the police. He can get taken to court for it. But at the end of the day, like I say swearing is part and parcel of going to a football game, and it's always been like that. Okay, hang on. I want to just throw that back to Jeremy. Swearing is part and parcel of going to a football game. End of. I'm not disagreeing with you, Mick. I'm actually agreeing with you that swearing yeah. is part of, and all that sort of, you know, calling footballers' wives whores and stuff like that, that sort of thing that people find amusing, which I don't yeah. care. I agree with you that that's all part and parcel of football. Yeah. So if that is part and parcel of football, then it's an old place for a kid. Unless you want your kid to be subjected to that type of language. And if you do, if you don't mind your, your child hearing homophobic language or... Um, you know the c word every second sentence. If you don't, want, if you don't, if you don't mind hearing that, then knock yourself out. Go to a match every week. Yeah. But the the, the, the problem, the, the point I'm trying to make is, you wouldn't use that language in front of your child. And if there was a mother, we had a mother on the show a couple of weeks ago. Um, oh, who screamed dogs of you? She cursed at her kids. She yeah. called her child live on air. She didn't read. She'd forgotten she was live on air, and she called her child. I think it was. Would you shut up, you fucking mongo, was what she said to her child, wasn't it? Yep. And people went mad about it. I can't believe she's spoken that way to her child. That is disgusting language. But what's, what's the difference, lads? What's the difference? Well, people giving out about taking take kids to football and all that. Like, but some parents watch kids watch Love Island, where it's basically sluts and dogs and all that. Like, so basically having sex on camera and all that as well. And, and parents allowing their kids to watch that shite there as well. No, that's a fair point. Okay, so as far as you're concerned, and as I said, this is what I'm hearing from a lot of people, that um, it is just part of the banter of uh, football, the sort of abuse, the sort of uh, bad language that we've been hearing about. That's just part of the, the cut and thrust. I'm hearing from other people, though, uh, Mick, saying... Just because that's always been the way doesn't mean it should stay the way. And what I mean by that is to be hurling abuse at players, to be hurling abuse at um, officials like referees and stuff like that shouldn't be the way anymore. Or is that very Karenish? Well, it's, it's, just, it's just the way it is with football. Like, like I say, you go to a Celtic Rangers game and all that, like you're hearing sectarian abuse from both ends as well. Yeah, but Mick, I remember again going to matches uh, back in the, the late 80s, early 90s over in England where, and I saw this with my own two eyes, where supporters would throw bananas onto the pitch of black players, okay? They would throw bananas onto the pitch of black players, yeah? Now, now that doesn't happen gone, anymore. That's now illegal. Well, yeah, that's the point I'm making. That doesn't happen anymore because people have moved on and they realise... No, 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 that it's not that they've moved on. It's, well, it's been made illegal. It's been made, it's been made illegal. But, but my point is that you can literally get rid of that out of football. We got rid of racism out of football, yeah? If someone, if someone uses the N-word, yeah? At a football match, you can be guaranteed that person will be taken out of their seat and removed from the ground. That still happens in Eastern Europe, by the way. Oh, I know, I know. I wouldn't. Yeah, Eastern Europe uh, is another is another day's work. Okay, but as far as you're concerned, if you uh, don't want your kids to be subjected to hearing the sort of language that we hear at, um, don't, at take, uh, just don't take them to football. Yeah, don't send them to just football. Yeah. Go and watch your badminton match or. Um, take them to see a chess, uh, but chess that's, game. But that's exactly the point that Tina is making then, that football is not suitable for kids. So again, I hate to harp on about this, we're all actually agreeing with each other that football is not is not appropriate for children to go to. Uh, why is it that thousands and thousands of kids go to football matches the length and breadth of the country every week? Thousands of kids. Don't moan then if you're if you're don't moan then if your child comes into you one day and you tell your child to go to bed and your child says fuck off you cunt da. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not being smart. That's where they're. And then you wonder, is he overreacting here, Mick? I would say he's overreacting, but at the, at the end of the day, like, I've been I've been football for years 
Like, like I've, like I've, like I've, like I've, 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 seen, I've seen people fighting in the stands and all that. Like they used to go and punish as well in the eighties and before seats, the before uh, the Taylor report and all that in Hillsborough. And I think that kind of calmed it da- down there. But hooligans are taking to the streets now, not the stands. If you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. All right, great to talk to you, Mick. Thanks very much indeed. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our WhatsApp number. This is Darren. Well, she wouldn't want to go over to England, lads, because it's even worse over there. United fans chanting about Hillsborough and Liverpool fans chanting about the Munich disaster. It's even ten times worse in England. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29 September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Supporting local business. Angela, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Angela. Hey, very good to listen to you again today. Oh, indeed. <laughs> I'm all over the place today. Um, all over the place. So, Angela, what's your view on this? That uh, League of Ireland soccer is no place for young kids. No, it's not. It's not. And you know what? That's one of the very reasons why I cannot stand the game is because of its supporters. Because you know, uh, because of its supporters. What they, they, supporters. they bring passion no. into, into a ground. Passion. That's what you call passion. Yeah. Standing there and calling their own players our opposition players, faggot, cunt, assholes, prick. Yeah, that's passion, isn't it? No, it's not. That's gum. That that's is absolute gum. Right. Have you, uh, uh, <laughs> only word, the only word that I will use at a rugby match is that's a load of bollock. That's, that's a it. load of bollock. Okay, so now, uh, sorry, you just said it there. So you're a rugby fan. Uh, so you go to rugby yeah. matches. And what is different then, um, because you get passion in a football, in a rugby um, stadium as well, what's the difference? The difference is that rugby players, rugby supporters, because we're not fans. Rugby doesn't have fans. They have supporters. So we go to support a team. We go to support it. I applaud an opposition. I applaud when the opposition score. I, of course, well, everyone hang, has not. Hang on, hang on. You applaud? So you're there. Uh, who do you support? Leinster or, or Munster or whatever? Who do you support? <laughs> yeah, Munster. Munster, okay. So well, you're, Munster uh, you're, hang on, you're, you're at a Munster-Leinster match and the passion is fiery and Leinster score a crack and try and you're going to cheer for them. I will. I will clap them because they have scored a cracking try. Yeah, you see, I, I, I know, well, I know football supporters or gas supporters just find that bizarre. Yeah, we're going down a different road now. The point that she's making is right. She used, she gave... No, 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 no. What she, she's making... No. We have respect. Hang on. The image that she's portraying is, let's respect. all cheer everybody for everything. Fantastic, no, fantastic. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. And actually, you, you would find a lot of rugby supporters would applaud a good try, a good tackle, a good... That's what you do. Okay, well, you don't no, do that. No, you certainly you don't do that in soccer. You no, certainly you don't, don't cheer. You know why? Because in soccer, they have no respect. Yeah. I mean, if you just if you just go and by the way, I can't stand rugby. I start, no offense, Angela, but um, I wouldn't watch a rugby match to save my life. No, no, I love um, watching. Okay, it. but here's the thing: when was the last time? And I'll, I'll put this question to every single one of you listening to this podcast: when was the last time you heard about hooliganism in rugby? You don't. Okay. Because well, it's you a, it, it, hang, on, hang on, the reason being that traditionally, and this was mentioned by our first two callers, traditionally soccer is a working class sport. It's Am supported I, by working that's, class. That's a bit condescending that a working class. Hang on, hang on. I'm talking about traditionally. I'm talking about traditionally. Adrian, are you saying that working class people can't behave themselves? Is that what you're saying? The two callers that we had on said it's working Hold class on. banter. Now, hang on for one second, Angela. That's in Dublin. That's up in Leinster. Come down to Munster, and I can tell you. That is nearly every working class person is inside there. Every single supporter is working class. Okay, well, it's, it's not okay, but then it, is, it. it is different in Dublin. There has always been this traditional divide in Dublin between soccer supporters and rugby supporters. The rugby supporters were traditionally the rugby supporters were rich Protestants, and the working class Catholics played uh, the soccer or the gas. That's you, it's always been. Everyone that goes to a rugby game is not rich. I am far I, from uh, rich. Uh, today. 
but I'm talking yeah, about no, historically. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I was brought there with my dad, you're looking at 30, 40 years ago when my dad used to play rugby. And he used to go, and he wasn't rich. Let me let me ask you. Let me let me. Let's cut to the let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase here, Angela. If you were to sum up, if you you, you were to sum up your average football, I'm talking about soccer. If you were to sum up your average soccer supporter in one word or two words, what would you class football supporters as? Scumbags. Scumbags. So when you see when you see football supporters, that's what you think. Scumbags. I do. I do. Because that's all it is. If it's all about begrudgery, it's all about aggression, it's all about... Whereas when it comes to rugby, there is a respectful aggression. It's respectful. Like what goes on when, it, it, do you know what I mean, you see a ref there and if you have five, six players going up roaring in a ref's face or you have supporters roaring in a ref's face, you wouldn't get that and you wouldn't get it in rugby because I can tell you, you'd be off the pitch in two minutes. Okay, we'll stay there for and one second. I, I, no, I, I, no, I, no, I get no, that, I, I get that. No, but you're trying to bring class into it, Adrian. But I would say to I you, didn't. Our first two no, callers no, did. No, but what I, I say, never no, mentioned no, no, class. No, you did. You're talking about working with man's class. What I'm the trying first, to say is... Were you just, not listening? Yeah, the first two like, callers said it's working okay. class banter, just okay. accept Well, let me just say this to you then. Um, Angela supports Munster Rugby. The majority of Munster supporters come from what county? Limerick. Limerick. Limerick is a very working yeah. class city. A very working class city. Yeah. So how come they're not killing each other at the, the Munster matches, Adrian? I don't know. I don't know. No, but you're claiming it's all to a class. No, I'm, I'm not claiming We're that. The callers claimed it. Listen back to the podcast. No, Our first yeah, two callers Adrian, said that. Adrian, look at Toman Park. Where is Toman Park based? In one of the lowest class places in Limerick. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, stay there for a second. Hang on. Let me go to uh, Max. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Max? Oh, I'm not too bad, not too bad. How okay. are you at all? Uh, good, thank you. The question we're asking today is, is League of Ireland soccer any place for young children? Oh, I mean, I, I got into the discussion at that point where uh, uh, the mum came through saying it's not, a, it's not a place for children. And I say from a parent's perspective, I kind of understand her point and I see that it's a sensible topic for, for kids, but at the other end, I mean, if Kids don't pick up bad language at the football club at school or even at home or out with mates or whatever. So, And this they, is the point that was made earlier on, Jeremy, that kids are going to, much knowledge, you don't want your young kids to be hearing bollocks and cunt and all those words. Yeah? yeah. The fact is that he's probably heard them all by now anyway at school. Yeah, he but probably you probably has. Yeah, but you want to do, yes, you can't shield your child from that kind Isn't of Isn't that the point, though? Yeah, but you can do your best. If you know... That sending your child somewhere they're going to hear those kind of words you want. In the same way, you're not going to let you're not going to let your your seven year old child watch, uh, say, a mafia movie. Goodfellas are one of those movies. Why wouldn't you let your child watch? There are people that do. Well, they're not proper parents. But why would you not let a seven year old watch an eighteen year old? Because it's too Quint- violent. Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, it's too violent. Yeah. But they're going to see violence anyway. Because your are. job as a parent is to do whatever you can to protect your child from that language. And the ancient discomfort, you, you're making out that, oh, God, I do this. I'm telling you now, when you were a kid young, you wouldn't have had them near that kind of language. You wouldn't. You know, in fact, you never brought your kids to a League of Ireland match. So yeah, get off the high I actually horse. did. No, you didn't. You Sean brought, played football oh, you, when he was younger. Yeah, you played schoolboy football. Yeah, but uh, we went to matches you, as well. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, we did. Sorry, you forget I was We went to premiership oh, matches and everything. You went to a couple and you were horrified by the language. No. <laughs> Stop yeah. making shit up. Oh, okay, I am, yeah. Anyway, the, Max, as far as you're concerned, um, it, it, it's an. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm confused as to your opinion. Is it a, an okay place for young kids? I, I definitely would say so. I mean, I don't have kids as of yet, but I. So I'm a Bohemian fan myself, and I wouldn't uh, hesitate to take my kids into Bavaria. So. Well, now there you go, uh, <laughs> Angela. He definitely. thinks it is an okay for you for kids, regardless of the the sort of language that you might hear. Yeah, but that's the, yeah, it's, the I, thing is, it's taking it out of context, right? If they are playing in, if they are playing in the schoolyard, right, and it's like, oh, come here, fucker, you know, that's different too. Standing on a pitch and calling a player a faggot for making a bad kick or for making a bad, you know, the wrong tackle, passing it to someone else, you stupid fucking cunt, like that's. That's taking it out of context to they're going to hear us around the place. It's aggressive. You are listening to grown men calling other men pricks and faggots and cunts for making the wrong decision during a football match. Like, and you think that's okay? 
There's a reason, Adrian. One of the great things about doing this podcast is that someone like Angela can use that kind of language. Um, if this was yeah, a, where we can't do this sort of stuff on so the radio, why can't we use the word? Why can't we use the word "cunt" at two o'clock in the day on the radio? Why I don't know. You'd want to get on to the broadcasting. No, authority. But why, why can't we? You know, no, you answer. You answer the question. Why can't a, D, yeah. a DJ on a radio station say? Uh, so there's a uh, there's uh, that song was by Westlife. Pack of cunts. So that's like that. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I don't think that I like Westlife. But why can't the why can't the DJ say that? Because it's against broadcasting regulations. Why is it against broadcasting why regulations? I didn't write them. I don't no, know. No, but why do you think? Taste well, you're, and decency. You're, a, you're an intelligent man. Taste and decency. Okay, so it's a, that, that, that particular word, which, by the way, it's one of my favourite curse words. I use it all the time. But I certainly wouldn't use it in front of my... And I use bad language in front of my children, but I wouldn't use that word. But it's okay to go to a football match on a Saturday and hear adults around you calling players pricks and everything. Can you imagine? Dempsey's then years ago with Zig and Zag going, fuck off, you cunt. No, you're a prick. There's a reason for it, because it's not right. That's why. All right. Stay there there for one second, if you can, please, Angela. Our number is 085-825-2626 if you want to get involved in this conversation. We're talking about whether or not League of Ireland uh, is a suitable place for young children because of the sort of aggressive chanting and language and everything else that you're going to hear at a uh, football match. Now, let me go to our next caller, and that is Dara. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? All good, all good. You're annoyed, Dara. Why? Stand with it. Has to be a problem made out. Just if you don't want your child picking up bad language, don't bring them to a Dublin derby. Bring them to a Rovers and UCD again. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, no, I, know, I agree. It's going to be a different vibe altogether. Um, but uh, this is, again, saying, you know, the sort of aggressive, almost violent banter between clubs is normal. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's simple as that. It's part of football. Like, I'm going to the playing balls game since I'm seven, I think. I turned out all right. I didn't turn out a scumbag, as Angela's saying, anyway. Well, there you go, Angela. He's going to football since he was seven. But that's fine. Are you, is that the way you act at a game? Well, yeah, obviously I'd give a, a player a stick, yeah. Obviously you're supporting your team. So you would call a player a faggot and a cunt? Never said faggot, did I? Just probably call him a cunt, yeah. No, you just said that. Well, this is what we're talking about today. Well, so I'm you just said, yeah, you faggot, give did a I player said I'd a stick. I said I'd call him a cunt, give him a stick. You think that kind of language is okay in front of your child? Well, I don't have a child, but if I did have a child and I was bringing him to a balls game, I wouldn't sit him down in the corner, any. That's him in a family stance. Okay, but apparently the lady who sent us in the message in the first place was actually, the child was in a family stance. Believe it or not. Well, I doubt. Well, from my experience, anyway, I've never heard of sixty-seven-year-old granddad giving stick kind of language Well, hang on, Jerry. Let, let me put this to you, Dara. The the video that appeared from, and again, I, I'm not camping down on Rovers fans, but the video that appeared a couple of weeks ago that we discussed on this podcast of the Rovers fans singing "Lizzie's in a Box." Yeah. Uh, in yeah. in that video, you could see children. Now, the children weren't chanting, but you could see children uh, in the same stand as the people shouting "Lizzie's in a Box." Yeah. <laughs> Once again, up to the parent. If you don't want your child picking up, don't let them go to the games. But okay, but you've just really answered it, then, Dara. You are admitting that League of Ireland is not an appropriate place to bring young children. You've just admitted that. Yeah, basically not. Yeah, well, uh, certainly not at Dublin Derby, anyway. And it happens that this young fellow was at a Dublin derby. Um, yeah, there you go. Simple as that. And I'm, I'm just not going to say which one in the last couple of weeks it was, but it was a Dublin derby. Um, yeah. And you were saying, right, well, just avoid Dublin derbies. Well, yeah, you don't hear Blade much players giving UCD players stick there. Much fans, like, simple as that, don't bring them to such a big high-intensity game where two clubs have shown over 100 years that they absolutely despise each other. What do you expect? To be all cuddly and say, oh, good pass. I mean, is, isn't he right? If you go, go to a Celtic Rangers match in, in oh, Glasgow... Sectarianism. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you're yeah, not yeah. going to see uh, groups of people uh, high-fiving each other. They, no, they want to kill exactly. each other. Well, then, again, Dara, you're agreeing with what I said from the offset, that it's not suitable. I, I agree with... with, no, with, no, yeah, with I wouldn't say it's suitable for... And again, this is a man who's been to many. He's a Mer- Merseyside Derby, and if you want to see... If you want to see... Um, you know, conflict. If you want to see um, banter, uh, you go to a Merseyside game. Um, now they don't. It doesn't happen because they separate them in the stands. But you hear them yeah. shouting at each other. These are the same people that would go home together and probably live in the same house. It is all part yeah. of football. Well, I'd, I'd go to a Bowls and Rovers game and 
I know Rovers fans and I'd give them complete another shit for 90 minutes and see them the next day in walk. I know. And say, What's the story? But, the, but that's not, the issue isn't about football rivalry. Football rivalry exists. The issue is whether or not children should be, should be subjected to it. And I would love to bring my young fella to go to some park to watch Everton play in uh, Liverpool. That's that's my dream to bring him, but I'm not going to. And what's stopping you? Because I'm not going. I've been to those matches, and I'm not going to subject him to that. And I'm not. I'm not going. And I'm not going to subject him to watching Everton either. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't put him through that either, to be honest. That's with a, you. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Uh, this is Leslie. I don't know much about League of Ireland, but um, I've seen enough on the news, and there's been enough news reports and such like to suggest that it's not suitable for a seven-year-old. Um, you can't police what other people say. Um, people are going to shout things out in the heat at the moment. They might not necessarily mean what they're saying. Um, insults are going to be thrown. Bad language is going to be used. Um, it certainly wouldn't be somewhere where I would bring my seven-year-old. Um, I think that uh, Tina might be overreacting a little bit, but I don't think it was suitable for her to send her son there in the first place. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. Want to find solutions to develop your business? Biz Expo comes to the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown on Thursday the 29th of September and it's where every business professional should be. With free entry to workshops and speakers offering great advice, you'll meet hundreds of professionals ready to help you grow. Get your free attendee ticket at bizexpo.ie or contact us today to find out how you can network and promote your business to thousands of professionals at info at bizexpo.ie. Biz Expo, 29 September at the National Indoor Arena Blanchardstown. Sponsored by recruit.ie. Supporting local business. You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast recorded at our studio in the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. I'm Adrian Kennedy. That man there with me is Jeremy. And we're having a lively debate today about whether or not League of Ireland uh, soccer is any place for children, despite the fact that uh, many of the matches and many of the grounds and many of the games have uh, family sections of uh, the ground. Would you not bring your child, Jeremy, to the family section of a ground? I know what that lady said, uh, that uh, her child was taken to a family section. Would you not bring uh, young Luke to a family section of a match? Well, I will if I can be guaranteed. And break him in, if you like. Yeah, I will if I can be guaranteed. And by the way, I believe in supporting uh, League of Ireland uh, football. Um, I will bring him if I know that it's, it's, if it's family friendly. If I can get that You can only know when you can. In the same way, I want to guarantee. In the same way. Everybody texting in and messaging in and saying there are family sorry, sections. That woman Tina's child was in a family section. In the same way that if I'm going to bring him to a movie or if we're at home, yeah. Say we're at home. We were having a movie night on Friday night, yeah. And he was going through Netflix, yeah. And he was going, maybe he was picking all the movies he was picking out were over 18's movies. Um, in the same way movies have classifications, you, you want to look at, you want to know what your child is watching before you let them watch it on TV. Is that fair enough? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Alan just messaged us to say you'd hear worse language on a bus. You can't shelter your kids from the real world forever. But that. But then, why don't we let them all? Why don't we let kids watch porn then? Because they're going to watch it anyway. Would you sit there? That's a stupid thing to say, Alan. This whole thing about you can't shield forever. Of course, you can't shield forever. Like I know. My son, at some stage, is going to come across pornography in his life, yeah? Does that mean I should sit down with him tonight and let him watch porn because I don't want to shield him from it? Absolutely ridiculous argument. Okay, let me go to line one. And um, it is Dahi. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dahi? I'm good, lads. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, hey, Dahi. and Dahi reunited again. How are you, Adrian? It's Dahi here. <laughs> Where's Maura? <laughs> Dahi is actually in... Uh, you listen to us in the States, Dahi. Is that right? Yeah, I am indeed. Yeah, I'm over in New Jersey right now, yeah. Very good. And what did you want to say on this uh, about whether or not League of Ireland is a suitable place for young kids? Uh, it's 100% a suitable place. You know, there's going to be language. There's no doubt about it. However, I've been going to games since I was four or five years of age. Um, it's never had an impact on me. Um, I, I do. I give you. An, I will give you an example. When I was about twelve, we went to see Rovers and Bowls in Daly Mount, and we got involved in some uh, bad stuff at the time with fans. However, I remember then from making that decision going going forward, is that I was going to sit in the main stands and just be much more of a supporter. Um, my last game when I was home was about three years ago. Again, Rovers and Bowls game. It was in Tallaght. I brought my six-year-old and my nine-year-old nephew. We sat in the main stand and it was an absolute enjoyable experience for everybody. Um, 
the game needs to be able to be grown um, in the country and we need to get our kids exposed and we need to get the love of the game, especially at the League of Ireland level. There's not enough support to it. Um, but there is plenty okay, but, of... but what I'm hearing from a father like uh, Jeremy here is I would love to bring my young fella to a League of Ireland match, but it's too, it's just too gritty. It's too, no. um, <laughs> if that's the right word, oh, and I don't want him exposed to the sort of language that you hear at these well, matches. But here you go, Dolly. This, no. this is interesting, Dolly. You living in the states, so uh, my young yeah. my young fella has been to a uh, basketball game. He went to see the Knicks playing in Madison Square Gardens a few years ago. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you now. The Knicks, I can't remember who the Knicks were playing. It could have been the, the Lakers, but it was a very high-intensity game, yeah? I'm telling yeah. you now, it was the most family-friendly event. I mean, they all had the big uh, foam hands. We were eating the hot dogs. There was not one bit of words, not, not one obscenity screamed at the, at the players. I've been to baseball games. I've been to the, the, Knicks, the Yankees. I've seen the Yankees playing, the Dodgers playing. I've been to um, basketball games. I have never, ever seen... Um, or heard that kind of language at U.S. sporting events. And is it, uh, okay, Darren, have you been to many, and, and what have you experienced? Well, I've been to I've been to a few games, and I brought my kids last year to the Flyers in hockey, and I swear I was like, oh my god, the boy! If my boys repeat the language going home in the car, my missus is going to be given out to me. But now there was listen, it, it happens in sporting events, no matter what it is. That girl Marla earlier talking about rugby. I'd love to know how many League of Ireland games she's been to. Um, uh, no, no uh, well, in fact, she's still there. Angela, you've been to none, have you? Or Angela, sorry. No, but I've been to a few um, uh, Premier League games over yeah, in England. Yeah. So you're going to spend hundreds of euros going over to hear the same language. Like, it's it's oh, absolutely no, well, crazy like to though. think. No, can I just say no? Um, they were free. <laughs> they <laughs> no, were free trip. Yeah. yeah, but you can't so, classify no, League of Ireland just because we, we read something in the news or we... We saw something in the papers or whatever it is now. League of Ireland is well suitable. I have a friend of mine well, that plays can't. for Pats. The, the thing if, is, if like, Jeremy you're wants saying to bring you read his... it. You're saying sorry, that you read and, it. Or Angela, you read it. You can't it. stop. Sorry, go ahead. Go on, go on, Di. No, I was just saying to Jeremy, he wants to bring his kids down to see Pats. Yeah, main stand in St. Pats, absolutely perfect. Go down to the shed end, you're going to hear different things. You know, it's absolutely appropriate to be bringing kids to League of Ireland. Um... And I think it's a crazy debate that we're having today because of... Well, well it's, it's a crazy debate that, that was... It was a crazy debate that was sparked by uh, the lady who contacted us saying that she just doesn't feel it's an appropriate place for kids. Jeremy has said himself he's not going to bring his young fella until he has a beard, by the sounds of it, or until his voice <laughs> breaks. Is that is that the case? Sorry, me or my son? Who are we talking about? You. Here? Well, That's you'll never grow a beard. No. Uh, until your son has a, a beard or his voice is broken. No, he's not going to a match. No, and if if someone was to tell me that you bring your son to a Pats match at the weekend, and if he Dahi just said, okay, well then I will Dahi over the next couple of weeks. I'll look at the fixtures and I'll bring him to Richmond Park. Um, Do let me know. Sit yeah. in the main stand. Let him sit in the main stand and let us know because, as I said, if I could bring my seven and five year old on a plane tomorrow to watch League of Ireland, 100% I would There's be. There's nothing like um, it. It's the biggest, it's the most fatherly thing I think a father can do. For me, my dad used to do it, put, put me over the turnstiles. It's the most fatherly son thing I think you can do, bringing your son to... Uh, but you're not going to do it. I just said I will try and do it in the next couple of weeks. Okay, we're going to hold him to that die, all right? Yeah, super stuff, lads. Good man, great Thanks, to talk Dahi. to you. Thanks very much Cheers. indeed. Thanks, Cheers. talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. There you are. That's Dahi who lives in uh, New Jersey in the States and a regular listener to Opinions Matter. New Jersey. New Jersey, New yeah. Jersey. And we've lots of listeners in Australia as well. We've I listeners in the UK. I don't get that, though. He lives in New, Jer- New Jersey, yeah. yeah. And he'd rather be in Richmond Park watching Pats playing. Yeah, wouldn't you, though? Ah, no. <laughs> Sorry. New Jersey's a kid. Living in... <laughs> you didn't say that when he was on the line. No, no, I know, but... So you'd rather be sitting in Richmond Park... In, than in, in, in New in, Jersey, in, in, yeah. You'd rather be an inchy cord than New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, right, you would, yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. Interesting conversation. Thank you very much, Dave, for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it on your social media channels. And what if you didn't? Um, well, what, the, what did those people do? What do share do? it on your social media channels. Anyway. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, please hit subscribe or follow. Click the little bell icon on Spotify. Ding. And give us a rating if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. A good rating. Give us a good rating. Give us a few stars on Spotify. Just to say you liked it. Okay? Anyway, thanks very much indeed for listening. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Opinions matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.